Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I am so grateful that you joined us today, and we are continuing to talk about real estate. But today, I am going to be sharing something that I think is very timely and uh, something to encourage us as real estate investors. And it is about staying steady in uncertain times. One of the things that I have seen in myself, <laughs> kind of telling in myself here, and in some coaching clients is when we hit those points where maybe things aren't going just right, or like right now, there's a lot of uncertainty in the market, interest rates have spiked and things have tightened up for financing. It is tempting to get in a position of being afraid or, you know, fearing what may happen in the market or thinking that there's no way with the changes that we're going to be able to succeed in real estate investors. And so I'm going to tackle that head on today. Uh, we're going to be talking about three things that are going to help us to stay steady in uncertain times. So let's dig right in here with number one, and it is fear not. Looking over my life, I'm sure you have examples of this too. I have learned that when thoughts of fear are coming or flooding my mind, you know, we watch the news, we we look at what's happening in the market. My goodness, we've got interest rates going up and yet housing prices are still going up. It is tempting to give in to fear. And uh, if we looked at it logically, we might say there's good reason for it, right? But as children of God, uh, God tells us throughout the Bible, I think about 365 times to fear not. And this is a real key in real estate investing and really taking on anything that makes a difference in this world, whether it be business, whether it be, uh, you know, being vocal and out there in ministry to help people understand what the word says. And real estate is no different. One of the things that we all need in our life is we do need to have income and that is how the world was created. It is an exchange for goods and services. And we think about our families. We hear things about the, you know, the supply chains, the food prices, inflation, all these things are flooding our mind. But in the midst of it, God is saying to us, fear not. So I'm going to share with you in this first point of how to stay steady in uncertain times, some scriptures and some encouragement that's going to help you to stay out of fear and really in that place of faith or simply trust in God. 
So we all deal with fear. I think we have all learned uh, that it is not a place we want to be. And one of the reasons where we're looking at real estate investing and how fear correlates is we can end up making bad panic decisions when we are in a state of fear. So I'm going to share a couple scriptures here with you to give some foundation to this. The Proverbs 29, 25 amplified says this, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in and puts his confidence in the Lord will be exalted and safe. Wow, this is this is really one of those scriptures that can anchor us in uh, looking at things through what I call the lens of Jesus rather than the lens of fear or the world or the lens of the enemy. One thing to remember, and when you're in the midst of having thoughts uh, and concerns, this will help you. Fear is from the enemy. It is not from God. When the enemy bring thought brings you thoughts of fear. It's negative, and the result is that it brings you anxiety, that feeling of worry, depression, and suffering. And the the antidote to that, okay, or the way that we are able to overcome it is to grab hold of those thoughts and say, you know what, I'm feeling anxious. That's how you can tell that you are starting to be tempted with fear. I'm feeling worried. Uh, Maybe you're feeling just kind of out of sorts, right? That's when you go and say, you know what, there's something wrong here and get to the scriptures, bring it to the Lord and tell him, ask him to please help you to see things through his eyes, which is going to be through the word and oftentimes just a settling um, voice that you hear from him, something that he encourages you with that is based on his word. The last part of this, this scripture is really encouraging to me. It says, whoever trusts in and puts his confidence in the Lord will be exalted and safe. That is something that we can hang on to. Now, entertaining, or in other words, exalting fear, the more we think about it, right? We exalt it and it becomes more prominent in our life, causes our thoughts to be unclear, skewed, and anxious. Fear opens the door to the enemy to bring unhealthy patterns of thinking behaviors. And the word of God says, that fear is tormenting. So as we're facing the news, as we're facing uh, uncertainty, you might say in the natural, how do we win this battle? And certainly I'm not going to be able to cover a whole teaching on fear here, but I'm able to just give you a snippet to think about that will probably help you if you're starting to think about this in your real estate investing. Fear is defeated in the mind. Okay, so fear is thinking about something that could happen, but isn't actually happening and may never happen. It's between your ears that you've created a world based in what I say, like non-reality or playing a movie in your mind. I think one of the best stories about this, and I really appreciate Billy and Becky just being very transparent with this, 
is that the market was moving. I don't know how many years ago this was, but the market was moving and uh, Billy, he panic sailed. Okay. So when you're in panic mode, you're in fear mode. He panic sold stock. And in one day he lost a million dollars. Imagine having to come home and explain that to Becky. And the story is just so interesting and so good the way that they walked through this and stepped through it. But he shares how he learned something from this because uh, he learned never make a decision when you're feeling panicked or in fear. And that just solidifies this point. If you are thinking about decisions in real estate of things to do or things not to do, and you are now realizing that the overriding driver for that decision is fear-based, I just want to tell you to stop and don't do anything until you tackle this and you're able to get in a position of peace so that you can take a look at things through the lens of Jesus and through a unskewed mindset. This is a quote that I think is really interesting. It's from Seneca. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it says we suffer much more in imagination than we ever suffer in reality. So here is just a quick tip on how if you're in this space, right, and you're realizing it, that you can actually kind of stop this fear mentality in its tracks. And it's based around the scripture, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. So the scripture says this, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. When you take a thought that brings fear captive and believe what the word says above that thought, you are on the path to stopping fear in your life and, um, and getting on the track of God's blessing, which we know he has promised to us. The word must be bigger in us than the world. And this does require a choice to feed on the things of God rather than the things of the world. So bringing this back to real estate in all the news, the uncertainty that we're hearing, here's the thing. God's word tells us in Deuteronomy 8.18 that he has given us the power to create wealth, right? He's told us that we can trust him. He's told us that his plans for us are good. They are not evil for us to prosper and for us to have an amazing life. And so when we start to shift our thinking from fear-based thoughts to the word of God and his promises for us, we are positioning ourselves to be able to hear from the Lord clearly and also be able to analyze and look at things from a practical level, getting out of that skewed place of fear. So of the three steps to stay steady in uncertain times, we've covered the first one, which is fear not. Okay, number two is to stay on the numbers. 
one of the things that has helped guide us in what you hear from Billy, you hear from Frank, Bill Bronchek, is when you learn what the numbers are, which we have taught you extensively in this podcast and in the real estate workshops, which is coming up this weekend, by the way, and I'll be sharing with you how to still get in on that. Uh, one of the main things that we talk about is that you got to analyze deals based on the numbers. That takes the emotion out of it because real estate is really fun. It's something that we are passionate about and God gives us that passion. But when we are analyzing real estate, we really need to set that excitement aside and look at things from a numbers perspective. So here are just some of the things that I want to remind you of that when you are looking at a property, uh, some of the items that you look at to meet the criteria that's going to keep you in a safe spot or mitigate risk in any market includes these five items. Number one, in a market, stay within three to four times the median income. You can Google the median income in your market, and it's different than average income. Go with median. And I just want to give you a little tip when you're researching it to put in the current year, 2022, uh, because otherwise it'll take you to a previous year. But that's really, really helpful. And we've seen that in the markets that we've gone into, that that is really a strong indicator. And I'm so grateful that Wealth Builders has just taught us this because if we go in a market and we are maybe purchasing a property that is 10 times the median income, think about what happens with that property if you have to sell it or you're trying to find a renter and maybe the economic times like we're looking at right now might be um, you know, hitting some difficult times. When you stay in that three to four times the median income, your pool of people that can either rent or buy your property is the largest possible. When you start going into luxury properties or you get above that, or like in some markets, uh, you know, you can hardly even find a house that fits the median income. That's an indicator that that's not a good market for you to step into. The next one is the one to one and a half percent rule. Now, this is where you take the purchase price of a property, and we actually just went under contract on a property at $275,000. So we want to stay at that point where when we analyzed the deal, we thought we could get $3,000 a month rent, and that fits in that one to one and a half percent. of that is $2,750. And so when you stay within that, that's going to be another way for you to mitigate risk in any time. Um, To have a minimum cash flow in the midst of all this of $300 per door. We just came out of a time where financing was historically low. And uh, the one and one and a half percent wasn't always necessary in some properties. We have now gone back up to a more normal interest rate environment, which, by the way, is more like a six to eight percent. I've been in banking for 25 years and people that have been around, they're looking at interest rates even where they are today, and they're still very favorable. But what we were sharing with people when we were at the 2.75%, 3%, is that if you lock that in for 30 years, 
your cash flow of at least $300 a month is going to help you because the one to one and a half percent in that low interest rate environment was not always as attainable. Now it's going to be more back to that as a standard, but you want a minimum of $300 per door. And that is your net income, your net cash flow. So just real quickly here, you would have your principal and interest, taxes, insurance, any HOA. Uh, there's some other costs too that you would want to figure in. And after all of that, your property manager, after all of that, you want to net $300 a door. Uh, number four, again, we're in the staying on the numbers part of staying steady in uncertain times is uh, analyze and go into a property understanding your exit strategies. We like to look at the possibility with the property of a buy and hold, which means a long-term renter. If we had to go to a short-term rental, which uh, sometimes you have to pivot uh, with that, that there's a viability for that. There's a lot of things to look at uh, if you're considering a vacation or short-term rental. And then is this something that I could flip or is this something that I could sell and see some appreciation? In other words, am I buying this at a value that if I had to sell it, I'm going to have equity? Billy says it this way, you make money when you buy, not when you sell. And then another part of this that's very helpful is when you analyze a property, you want to have a 10 to 20% cash on cash return. And there's uh, some analytics on that. You can find out more uh, at the real estate workshop this weekend. We'll be covering this in depth. We still have live stream tickets available. Go to wealthbuilders.org slash events. Uh, you can learn about this at Wealth Builders University, which is wbuniversity.online. Check out our previous podcasts. I've covered this in depth in a previous podcast, so all sorts of resources there. But stay on the numbers during times, these times. So number one, we've got fear not. Number two, uh, you want to stay on the numbers. And number three is to remember the history of real estate. Wow, it's amazing when we look back on history, what we can learn from it. And it's actually one of those things that I look back on and remember in decision-making to encourage me in this kind of uncertain time. So I'm gonna share some things with you and, and this is really gonna be an encouragement for you as a real estate investor. Over the last two centuries, about 90% of the world's millionaires have been created by investing in real estate. History shows us that for the average investor, real estate offers the best way to develop significant wealth. Think back to times when uh, the Great Depression happened. Uh, that was a time there was so much uncertainty and things were really collapsing economically. But you know what happened during that time? For people that were staying steady, for people that understood the market, for people that knew and understood real estate was going to be a great investment, more millionaires were created during the Great Depression than any other time in history. Even in recent history, looking back on the 2008 to 2012 
uh, recession that we had that really affected real estate values. People that knew how to analyze the market actually knew in the falling uh, values of properties, it was the time to buy, right? So remember that, that in difficult times, oftentimes it's the time to buy when you start to see prices going down. And that's why we give you the numbers analytics. The other thing to remember is that during times where maybe the real estate market is, is tightening up, meaning that interest rates are going up, we may see a softening in supply. We haven't seen that yet. But what happens, and you can look back on this historically, is that the rental rates during those times increase. So maybe what we could do is change our thinking instead of being afraid and uh, uncertain about this time, we can lock in on where's the opportunity in this market and take advantage of the times that we're in with God's wisdom and the knowledge that we are gathering that uh, keeps us in a place of making good decisions. And the IRS, here's just something else to uh, really encourage you. The IRS has reported that 71% of all Americans declaring 1 million or more on their tax returns during the past 50 years were in real estate or related activities. Encouraging, right? I just wanna encourage you to, during this time, as we look at ways to stay steady, in the history of real estate, the 30-year mortgage rate chart and understanding where rates are now historically is going to help you to not bypass potentially good uh, projects or good real estate deals just because we've seen an uptick in interest rates. I'm looking at a chart before me that goes back to 1975. In 1975, interest rates were about 9%. They spiked up to almost 19%. These are mortgage rates in 1983. In 2001, they were sitting around 8.75%. Uh, as we move forward into 2011, they went down to just over 5%, which is kind of where we're at right now. We've experiencing, been experiencing in 2021 historical lows where they're before 3%. And now I've been looking at second home and investment property interest rates. They've actually been in the low sixes, but a primary dwelling is still in the fives. When you look at a historical perspective, it kind of helps you to calm down, right? And to know that we've been down this path before. When we learn how to navigate through it without fear and we gain understanding of the market, we could be stepping into an opportunity of um, really advancing in real estate when we stay steady with these three key things. So let me review them again quickly. Number one, fear not. Number two, stay on the numbers. And number three, take time to review the history of real estate. And I believe when you implement these three things, you are going to be looking forward to an amazing year in real estate because you are staying steady. You're using the wisdom of God 
and you're gaining the knowledge that you need to make good decisions. So I hope this has been encouraging for you. Again, I want to um, let you know that you still have just a couple days to be able to register for the live stream of the real estate workshop. So go to wealthbuilders.org events. I want to thank you so much for joining us today in the Wealth Builders podcast. God bless you and have an awesome rest of the day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.